Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you made it to this point in the video, we're going to get real real. We're going to tell you some of our stupid, ridiculous, lofty, naive goals. But I am so proud of having these goals because uh, we're going to do it. Oh, yeah. The biggest, most lofty goal is I'm really looking forward to actually seeing a single dollar from any of our content <laughs> we have been reinvesting money it's, it's been <laughs> daniel green we're coming for you we are the next booktubers you're going down Welcome back, everybody, to Tudor Ramble. If this is your first time here, my name is Austin. This is your other co-host. My name's Richard. Yes, and this is a unique episode. We have officially podcasted, YouTubed for one whole year. How's Hooray! That yeah, we did it, and we <laughs> didn't just do it. We did it together. Yeah, that made it probably made it harder. <laughs> <laughs> I Can you believe we're here? I know. It, it's hard to believe it, but... Yeah. We did shake on it. We shook hands we, firmly. We said, we're going to do this for a year, so we're quitting after this video. It's our last one. We're out. We're out of here. No, so, we, we shook again for another year. We did. We, we did a firm handshake, looked each other dead in the eyes, so <laughs> we have to. So this podcast episode, we are going to give 10 lessons that we learned, and from measly YouTubers, podcasters like us, we're not the biggest ones in the world, but hey, we've done it for a year. We're going to give something that could be helpful and maybe interesting to you guys. A lot of this will be interesting for, I think, us a year from now. Yeah, reflecting. It basically, we'll be able to go back to this video and see, hey, what? how big of an idiots were we a year from then? Exactly. And so it'll be fun for us, but if you're just starting out, maybe this, maybe we'll have some insight that larger YouTubers may not have because they're so far removed from the beginning steps. Right. And we're kind of in that... Still that low that low amount of views and subscribers, but we, you know, passed some thresholds. Uh, some I don't know. Goal setter minds. Would you say you're happy about where we are today? Because I not to. Give I mean, you... I'm not happy until a million subscribers. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I, I got to say I'm very impressed with that we've kept doing it. I'm happy with mm-hmm. a lot of it, and I want to get in some quick thank yous. I yeah, think that's essential. First off, you know what? First person thank is you, Richard. Oh, thanks. I didn't mean it. <laughs> no, seriously, we, we joke a lot on here, but thank you for sticking around for an entire year. I don't think there's anyone else I could have done this with, and I mean that because no one else has that a level of tolerance. <laughs> but seriously, it's been it's, it's like a brotherhood, you know? Oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel like we're on this journey, and it's just getting started. Da-da-da-da-da, music goes. But it, it really has been yeah. awesome. It so, has been. Yeah. I, I'm also thankful that 
got a podcast partner that's willing to do all the editing and social media aspects that I don't enjoy. It's I'm glad, great. I'm glad I have a partner that doesn't like to read comments. Just like, ah, eh, whatever. It's it's fine. And then gets on the pod with all this good research. So you, you focus on the one end and you it's good. You're focused. I, I read. That's what I bring to the podcast. You do. You, you, you go heavy front load to where I'm like, I'm trying to catch up to you. So, hey, I mean, you're making progress because my job's got busier <laughs> hey, it, it happens, but yeah. but yes thank you so, and also thank you to anyone that's been watching for years this is this is your first time here and you're just tuning in thank you you know yeah, let, appreciate hey, you if as you've, well if you've been watching since uh what let's say like some of our, if you've seen some of our first couple videos you've been yeah. around for about a year uh let us know down in the comments below yeah please definitely please gotta gotta reach out to you guys and really thank you guys personally definitely definitely do and thank you especially we just opened a recent patreon thank you to every single patreon i can't believe how well that's been doing and how fun that's been so yeah, i can't believe that has been they're awesome. giving us money and i think i get more value out of it personally yeah like, the, we should be paying them but I let's very, not give them any ideas <laughs> no so. can't do that but i very much enjoy having an actual book club that's so much fun yeah. for me when uh, a year ago when I would read a book, I really didn't have anyone to talk to about the book and right. no one else has read the book. I could maybe go on Reddit, but that's not the same. Having having a group of group of people to actually talk about a book with has been so much fun and it, makes it the whole been. process for reading more enjoyable and also more motivating Seriously, to, get, yes. to finish a book. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yes. And thank you. I mean, hey, parents as well. Thank you, parents. Oh, yeah. Support. They, all of our friends who are friends in real life, most of them don't support us, but you know what? Thank you anyways. Dom and Holden. Thanks no, for watching. Seriously, <laughs> some supportive friends. It's been, that's been awesome. But yeah. th thank yous out of the way. Do you want to thank anyone? Yeah, that's about it. Okay. This, this whole pod is going to revolve around, we're going to give 10 lessons that we personally learned that could be valuable if you're interested in what a year of podcasting YouTube is, has brought. And after that, we're going to talk a little bit about how we got started with this whole podcast, what our biggest highlights and our lowest lows were, and then also looking forward to the next year and what our ridiculous goals are because we have some ridiculous goals. We have some reasonable goals, Rid but we have far more ridiculous goals. Absolutely do. And that's going to be, people are going to laugh at us when they hear those. Hey, they're more fun. It, they, they are. Why Why do something if you don't have ridiculous goals to aim for? That's what I'm saying. See, that's why we work together well. See that? <laughs> but first, let's, let's go over the 10 big lessons that we've learned throughout this journey. Yeah. And the very first of those, what would you say? I mean, the first lesson is honestly the most obvious but also the most important is yep. to just try if you're interested in doing videos on youtube if you're still in the planning stage and you go oh well maybe i'm gonna do it this way but oh before i upload my first video i have to get this done no whatever you got on hand whatever you can afford just do it it doesn't even have to be good because your first video is certainly not going to get a lot of views but it's a process, so you just have to start. Getting getting the ball rolling is probably the hardest part where a lot of people plan on doing something. Very few people actually act on it. And Mr. Beast has that same advice where, hey, your first 10 videos even, make sure they're going to get zero views probably. Nothing. Yeah. And the only thing that's going to get you views is your content will improve by you actually recording and actually learning to do what you're doing it when you're in the studio or doing anything at all so you're there's zero learning curve if you're just planning and thinking about doing it because then you'll wear out and you'll never actually do it so what we did we literally we'll get more into our origin story after the lessons but basically we just bought equipment sat down said 
click the record button and our first podcast episode was a mess it was awful it was a mess and somehow it somehow some people like it and i i think those are i mean by some people our friends that our friends yeah. that watch so it really wasn't any random person but it's just you do it mm-hmm. that's that's a great first lesson and second lesson being if you want to go into that sure the struggle between discipline and passion if you have passion for a topic, it makes the discipline easier and you don't need as much of it. So if, well, duh, you know, do YouTube about something you enjoy, but in combination with that, even stuff you enjoy, there's going to be times where you're going to have to just be disciplined and it's, it comes in waves. So you may think that you could talk on endlessly about comic books, but there'll come a point where you have to have discipline and keep the content going. So it's something important. So don't just do it when you have motivation for it. Keep going even during the dry spells. Right. Yeah, some people, even when you're making a YouTube channel, the only thing isn't just you sit here and talk, right? There's a lot behind it of maybe you don't like editing. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't like the whole thumbnail creation. Maybe you don't like interacting on social media. Maybe you don't like recording but you you like the other aspects of that there you're not going to like everything that you're doing 100 percent of the time oh yeah certainly there's plenty of videos where maybe in the moment i didn't enjoy uh, a certain aspect mm-hmm. but by by the time it was finished edited and uploaded i was like i'm really glad i did that yeah exactly that's mm-hmm. that's a great lesson i'd say lesson number three is don't reinvent the real don't reinvent the wheel. There have been so many YouTubers, so many podcasters before. If we are not the first to do this. <laughs> so all these lessons you're hearing from us, which, by the way, why are you listening to our lessons in the first place? We are so, so small. <laughs> so, in, in many ways, I think it's very ironic. It is. Like, hey, yeah, these guys with like 4,000 uh, subscribers. Let's see what they have to say yeah, about they it. Are the, they are the Aristotle of YouTube, of course. Though, to be fair, I think a lot of this video is for us in the future. It is. It'll be interesting to look back on. For sure. And hopefully it's interesting because a lot of, uh, you can look up, Mr. Beast has a lot of advice for YouTubers. And Mm -hmm. you have these big, big people that have made it, have the advice that made them get to that point. This is a year out. We're not the biggest, but we're not super small. We're small, but not super small. So it's it's a neat perspective. Yeah. to maybe weave in and that's something that we did learn is don't reinvent the wheel there are people who, that preceded us there are people to look back on and and try to emulate mm-hmm. and take what they did that's good and make it work and try to rearrange it and look at what they do and then basically copy it but put do your it own a, unique spin yeah, on put it. a spin on it yeah. and that works because you're not we're not re, we're not making a new phone we're not making a product we're doing something that's unique to us but a spin on plenty of other things mm-hmm. so and lesson number four. More content. Content is king. <laughs> content is king. Yes, yes. With YouTube and internet in general, you have to look at ideas as a kind of ROI, so your return on investment. If your video idea takes you about a month to do, and that's research, editing, what have you, but the video is only like a five-minute video, or the video doesn't, you know, it's okay, but it's not amazing you're going to have a hard time growing because you're not going to be able to compete with someone who's able to create content on a daily basis that's very high quality or equal quality to yours. So you can either do insane quality or insane numbers, 
And if you don't have the experience for high quality, go for numbers. Especially starting off, right? We Certainly. We, we made a channel like this, and we're not going to invest months to make one video because no one's going to see that one video. So yeah. you can get to a certain level, I'm sure, down the line and yeah. put a lot of work into a video and it will do really well because you have the traction, you have the audience, and it's going to explode. But whereas when you're starting off, I think it's more important to leave on, lean on content, which we have, we've been mixed on. We, we spent a lot of time on some videos, maybe more time than we needed yeah. to. And we have to find the delicate balance of being able to produce enough that makes people happy, but also is high enough quality to make people happy. So, yeah. And that's it, it's a tough balance, but we are the lesson for ourselves is we need to focus more on content because we have for the past year and only recently changed it up to where we're now doing multiple videos, small, shorter form, not just podcast. So we're doing one podcast per week, and you'd be surprised at how little content it is in the bigger scheme of things. It's mm-hmm. maybe I I don't know if it seems like a lot to some people, but one a week isn't a lot relative to what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So that's what we've had to step up recently and have to continue to do. Yes. One of the side caveats for that is I, if you're doing something that requires like news, so news channels, they can do it daily, mm-hmm. like a daily upload, multiple videos a day, pretty easy. But their content is really dated, you know, a week out from then. Not the video, Yeah, not relevant. Why would you click on a news article that's, a month old, two months right. old, versus a book review, that'll be relevant. You know, people are going to read that book for years to come right? and eventually come across it. So if you treat it like well, how we're treating it, it's more like an asset instead of a done-in-a-week fling. Right, that's true. The larger our library becomes, it's a larger asset that we are building. Yeah, of, we're, we're of building an content. archive of content, essentially, yeah. that people can... That's a, that's a great perspective to have, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the next big lesson would be not just the what not just us talking here, but the idea behind what we're talking about. So the idea, the thumbnail, the title. It all starts with an idea. You have to have a good idea for an episode, and this one probably sucks. <laughs> it's also it seems like a duh moment, but yeah. we went for so long just what thought too simple mindedly. Mm-hmm. about oh let's review this book oh let's review this movie yeah and it was just that was all it is i think it was one or maybe our black adam video that we tried recording just a black adam review and we realized like man this movie sucks we're not enjoying doing this review what would be a good idea and it just the simple like the three worst things uh five. about black or five five, yeah. five terrible things about black adam much better video idea it doesn't yeah so yeah that's something to really think about is the idea of the video not just the content right because people are going to be more interested in something like oh mr beast counting to a hundred thousand no way that's Mm -hmm. how mr beast got so huge his idea he didn't have money to start off with he just had grand ideas and then what comes with that is a thumbnail you'll click on and a great title you'll click on Mm -hmm. so it's it seems simple right but just like a book you're not going to read a book that you don't like if you don't like the first chapter, if you don't like the cover and the blurb, why would I read that book? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not interested in the short blurb it said. I'm not, it's basically a clickbait. Hey, do you like the book cover? Do you <laughs> like, you're reading the blurb, the title, essentially, and like, trust the, and then, hey, am I gonna, am I gonna yeah. read that book? Hey, should I watch this video? Super simple, but it's really something that we didn't think about naturally. You, you think about, we didn't pinpoint it, and then 
try to att- attack that initially. Mm-hmm. So it, that that's been absolutely essential. And as far as the then ideas go behind that, the videos we actually make leads into the next lesson, mm-hmm. which would be trends. That was something really had to fight against often. It, it is a a constant struggle on being able to make videos that interest me and just stuff I want to talk about. Yeah versus stuff that is trendy and things that are going on right now that I'm maybe not particularly interested in. And you can't just do the trends because I have I have a very hard time faking my passion for something. So it's finding a way to put your own passionate twist on something that's trending. Absolutely. And figuring out what about this am I interested in? And so blending those two and something that you enjoy versus something that's also trending at the time is very key. Yeah. And the whole trend aspect is just obviously as creators, you want more people to view your content. Mm-hmm. So how do you talk about what you want to talk about while also doing something that's salient and that people would be like, Oh yeah, th- this is going on. That interests me. And one great example is, was we covered rings of power. Yeah. So when rings of power was a show, we started watching it and did not like it, but rings of power was still a thing and other people enjoyed it. So we, thought to put a twist on it what's something yeah. we could do that is follows the trend but also something we're passionate about and that's where the idea of you read some the Silmarillion yep and so we had a video where we compared the Silmarillion to Rings of Power and it covered the trend but at the same time talked about something that you were super passionate about and that worked yeah that's it, just something we're not passionate about and it wouldn't be fun to watch it's kind of like with uh, the last of us tv show just kind of stopped because who needs reactions of people who don't like the show? Yeah, we just weren't into it, so we stopped doing it. Yeah. So it, that, that's been huge. And what would you say the next big lesson is? Next one is more personal to our style, Very which wouldn't so. be wouldn't be applicable to everyone, but we found what works best for us mm. is having a loose but structured dialogue for our podcast. We've tried doing really heavily scripted or where we kind of – we plan out every moment and we plan out the whole conversation in too much detail. And we've also tried it where we have no plan going in. There's no structure at all. Both of those don't work for us. So what's best for us is doing our prep work and having our notes and really thinking through our points. And we don't tell each other specifically what our points are. But we come together on the overall structure of the conversation. Hey, let's talk about this part first. Hey, let's talk about this next. And that way, then we generally go over stuff so that we don't step on each other's toes. So if we both have the same point to make, I don't make the point early in the conversation. That way I snub him at the very end. So it's kind of interesting, I guess, (laughs) if you're interested in the making of the content. But that's kind of how we structure it. So we try and keep yeah. our points secret from each other. I mean, ju- just like this video, it's structured that we said, hey, here's how we're going to structure it. We'll have 10 lessons we go over. Then we're going to talk about next topic. And we have bullet points of topics. So we're going to talk about how we... That's why when you see me looking at my laptop or him looking at this page, we just have, hey, t- 10 lessons, boom. Then how we got started, talk about that. Then talk about reflection. And we just go, mm-hmm. boom, it's simple bullet point topic. And then we talk from there so that we know how to structure the conversation. It's not, I know we're called two to ramble, 
we ramble in a confined, <laughs> a specified well, that's, way. That's the thing about art. Yeah. Art is interpretive. Art is creativity within the bound within the bounds of yeah. reality. Yeah. That's that's good art. That's why <laughs> modern art sucks. Is because it's creativity. It's boundless creativity. Boundless creativity sucks. It's awful. Boundless creativity is freeform jazz. We are not freeform jazz. We're regular jazz. <laughs> you know what you just did right there? Hmm. The next lesson of articulation. You, uh, art- you articulated yourself very well there. That was a good moment. I try. <laughs> and that's the next lesson we've had to learn is just talking and oh, how yeah. to get across your points and how to talk in a way that you don't use ums or buts or likes and pauses are fine and just some tactics with speaking in general that keeps it so that we're we're on our toes mm-hmm. and we're not perfect at it of course yeah we're, we have lots to improve with but i i look at our videos from our first episodes to now and you could tell marginal improvements over time of we're learning to this isn't really public speaking i would say that's to a camera and to you but to speak in long form discussion which is a helpful tool and i hope we get better at it it definitely helps with active listening in a conversation mm-hmm Typically, if you're just talking with friends, you generally just talk and you're, while someone else is talking, you're thinking about your next point to make. Yep. And yeah, that's kind of how just everyone talks, but it doesn't lead to a very interesting conversation to listen to or even to your friend. It's honestly more disrespectful because then your friend doesn't feel like they're being heard. Mm Mm-hmm where the benefit of having our notes is I'm not thinking about what I'm going to say next. I'm listening to you, what you're saying. That way I can actually properly respond. And all my thinking about what I'm going to say next is left to my notes because I've already prepared it ahead of time. I, I missed a lot of that. What can you go over that again? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's absolutely true. It's a lot more listening. And so we're bouncing off of each other. Having two people here, a lot of podcasts have three or four so we have to tackle less but some podcasts have one person they just interview yeah not someone else uh, so actually that, that was a tip i remember mm-hmm. in mock trial in high school what was that is that kind of active listening so many so many uh students they had all their stuff prepped and they're ready to go and they're interview you know they're cross-examining a witness and they're trying to get through all their points mm-hmm. and they're so focused on what they're going to say next and their plan that's the witness will say something and the witness messes up uh, bad that if they were listening, they could hammer and jump on him and just tear him to shreds. And that was a lesson I had to learn is I had to get away from my sheet and I deliberately got less notes for my mock show just for the fact of I need to be listening and pause every time they're saying and process what they said first then next question. Right. So because you, sometimes they would say something and you go, oh, I got you. Man. So you're you're <laughs> interrogating great. me during this podcast? Is that what's been going on? <laughs> you're just looking for me to slip up and going, that's it. I'm going to get them now. Oh, yeah. All the time. That's I'm horrifying. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> what's the next lesson, Rishi? Well, to that point, the small little lesson, you know, the easy tip is yeah. when you record yourself, watch it back even though it sucks Absolutely. that way you can critically analyze how you talk oh actually to a bonus point on this a lesson of articulation is hearing yourself talk 
has been the weirdest thing to get used to of Mm -hmm. when we started a year ago editing these videos and looking over them you hate everyone hates the sound of their own voice i that's why i still can't believe sometimes people listen to my voice they listen to your voice because everyone in their head goes i don't have a good voice except morgan freeman that he doesn't have that thought whatsoever but it took some months but it's now to a weird point where i'll listen to videos i'll listen to it and not hate it yeah and the same for you as well it took it just took time but for the first couple months it was rough Mm -hmm. i think the reason behind it and comment down below if i'm wrong about this but i'm pretty sure i'm right the reason why it's always awkward to hear your own voice played back for you yeah is because when you talk your the inside of your ear canal actually the bone vibrates to your own voice so you're mm-hmm. not just listening through your ear canal through you know the hole in your ear because of the vibrations in your throat and mouth it goes to the bone so you're actually listening through your bone versus and so your voice is always a combination of vibration and also sound versus when you're listening to other people it's only through the sound waves yeah and so when you're listening to yourself on a recording it's only through the sound waves so you're missing something that you're always used to so when you hear yourself recorded you're hearing something that is slightly off from how you normally hear yourself talk and so that dissonance is annoying that i believe everything you said that seems scientifically correct i like that a lot because there has to be some reason that everybody has that same problem yeah it's it's kind of a similar effect when you see something that is close to right but it everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's really off. Yeah. So, like, Toy Story. To- the Toy Story baby is freakish. Not because it's cartoon, but it's, like, yep. too close to reality. But it's clearly not. And it bothers people. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that's a, when you're doing a scale. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. It's bothersome because <laughs> you're missing something that should be there. So when you hear your own voice back, you're hearing something that it's missing. <laughs> Damn, I just got a big lesson there. That, yeah. that was great, great information. Holy mm-hmm. crap. So yeah, articulation and hearing yourself talk, I think, goes hand in hand. But mm-hmm. awesome lesson. So then what is lesson number nine, Richard? consistency the consistency train <laughs> oh god how how many times did you just want to like skip a week <laughs> it's like oh god uh this this next video is just not uh we don't have anything planned no oh we can't do month why don't we just do tuesday uh, honestly this video we're making right now is not the best idea we've ever had it's Again, with consistency of we think it'll be cool to reflect on, hopefully bring some value because we're trying to balance all the time between doing things we want, doing things people want to hear. And maybe this one's a miss, but we have to stay consistent with it, get content out that we think is mixing between quality, going to the back to the other lessons, quality and also quantity and mixing the two. So we have to stay consistent with that quantity, but get as creative as we can 
and sometimes the content's going to suck. We've had misses in the past, which when we get into after the lessons, we'll talk about what we regret, not regret, but what were our <laughs> worst parts were of our podcast and the best parts and all that. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be plenty of that. Yeah. And we're not, it's not going to change. There's going to be videos that we don't want to do. And going back to the discipline versus passion part of sometimes you just got to trug along so that in the long scheme of things, it's so worth it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So consistency is key. And we've got the last creme de la creme of lessons. Lesson number 10 is sometimes you should let comments get to you but you ultimately have control over it taking a little lesson from the stoicism Ah, you know meditations book i i realized for myself that a a comment if a comment is getting to you and it emotionally affects you you should analyze the why if you if you put a statement out there in the world and you're getting a bunch of negative comments about it Sometimes it doesn't affect you because I know for me, if I'm confident about my opinion, who cares if someone else disagrees? I'm fairly confident in what I'm what I think. If I'm not so confident in what I think, other people's opinions mean something. They have a mm. point and it affects me. So whenever a comment really affects me, it's it's a, a moment for self-reflection and anal- and analyzing it. Why? Is it is it affecting me irrationally? Right. Is it something wrong with me where I'm insecure about something? Is it, Are they right? They could be right. But ultimately, you should get to that nice point of, hey, it doesn't affect me because I know that I believe I'm right. They believe they're right. Doesn't matter. It's an opinion, right? Yeah. And the, the big pull from this as well, a lot of content creators that are way bigger than us have this mm-hmm. problem of if you get to a certain point, you're going to get a lot of hate. A lot of negativity and YouTube. You guys are great. Uh, yeah, Spotify, all that. The TikTok. most the most hate we Ooh. get is definitely TikTok. We <laughs> yeah. have a much larger following there, and I got some of our takes. Hey, we've got hot takes. We definitely do. So we'll get a lot more hate comments there, and I mean, this is less of a problem for us because there are people that get swarmed by this, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a it gets to people mentally, and yeah. people can get depressed from comments, and so you have to be prepared going into going into this business, I guess you could say that you're prepared for that. And the important takeaway, everything you said, very true. An important takeaway is comments that if they affect you emotionally to the point of you're getting depressed and you're, you're getting generally upset. Just remember it, it still is a random person on the internet. Take the opinions of friends and family, you know, in real life and know your actual character because online there's going to be clips and even in a podcast episode where we try to articulate ourselves, it's still just an hour of time and they won't know your entire personhood. So I see a lot of people that let random comments get to them and they make it, Oh, is that who I am? And just the important takeaway is trust your, if you're a lot of your friends and your family starts saying, Hey, you're, you've been acting a little weird lately and you've been like, you've been kind of an asshole lately should go like oh maybe i've been being an asshole right (laughs) and so take those precedents over a random comment but then to your point as well if some comments are affecting you about what your opinion was maybe you should reflect and be like hey maybe they have a point but it comes down to look at it from like a stoic perspective i guess well that's Uh, ultimately you should analyze what affects you yeah in so if a comment is affecting you they could be right or it's something wrong with you Mm-hmm. where you have an insecurity and you shouldn't be letting it. But really think about it. Why is this affecting me? Right. And if 
it takes time and real self-reflection, but hopefully down the rabbit, you know, you follow that rabbit down the rabbit hole, you figure out that, oh, I was irrationally thinking about this. I, this mm-hmm. got to me because of X, and I was insecure about this other reason, yep. and this shouldn't affect me. And that helps me. Uh, absolutely. And I think, you know, again, we're small enough to where maybe not a problem for us. It hasn't affected us incredibly this thus far. Yeah. Maybe it will because we don't we have we don't have that spotlight, yeah. and so so far we don't have the problems that bigger creators have. But it's something we got to be aware of going forward. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as you know, as soon as we do blow up and get to that hundred k <laughs> mark by next year, you know, we got to be prepared, Richard. Oh have yeah, that armor. So <laughs> all right, that that's the ten lessons we had. And if you stuck around this far, yeah. uh, we're actually going to go into kind of the origin story of the podcast and how yeah. we got started. So if you're interested, you yeah, know. If, you're, if you're this far, I'd imagine you're, you're, you're the real ones. You want to get into the <laughs> nitty gritty of where this all start and what, what's been our favorite parts and whatnot mm-hmm. of this whole journey. And that our origin story is, uh, it's a bit interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we've been, yeah, we've been trying to do stuff together in general for a while. We're considering doing, a trash a trash pickup business a literal dumpster business dumpster business and renting out like dumpsters yeah. for uh different businesses then we went on to our best idea that we did not oh. implement and the title share, of the company oh yeah the title of company is the In best three two one impossibly good <laughs> where we would sell fresh pasta <laughs> Fresh pasta sold here. We were going to go to markets and farmer's markets and sell. We bought a machine to make pasta. To be fair, that machine, we've gotten our money's worth. It's a great machine. We still use the machine. It's a great machine. It's a good machine. But we had this idea of just being business, doing something business-wise to grow. Mm -hmm. We always had that. But the cherry on top for this podcast was... Hey, we had a lot of late night conversations mm-hmm. that went on hours and hour, as friends do. But I mean, we we get ridiculous talking about morality and this and that. But one thing we really share that we can always talk about as well are stories, mm-hmm. movies, books, and it's something that we just talked a lot about. We went, wait, why don't we just do that? If Joe Rogan can do it, why not us? Logan Paul can do it. Come on, yeah. why not us? Right. So we just we went for it. And I think the next, we, we did a firm handshake. Yeah. Very firm handshake. And we said, listen. For three months, I think. Three was months it? was the, we said yeah. for three months, it could be a complete failure. We get zero views constantly. We'll, we'll agree to this again. But three months, we produce content. And we went out to the store the next day. And from lesson number one in the pod, we said, just try. So we went and bought the equipment, went back here, and recorded a terrible video. <laughs> <laughs> we just did it and we just tried it and by the time we got to the couple month mark we were like alright we started to get a groove Yeah. and three months came we said you know what let's shake for a year and, and now then, we're a year in yeah and then uh, how many months ago was it we shook for another year yep just a month and a half ago at the new year when 2023 came we said you know what another year on one more year <laughs> one more year so we, we've committed to it it's, it's too late now but oh, yeah. we, we really want to do this like forever, ultimately. Oh, yeah. But it's just the, hey, setting goals and where we want to be, and it's important to do that. But we, we always had this idea of creating something together, and I think we finally nailed it. Yeah, it's something that we have such lofty goals for it as well. And, you know, why do something if you don't have some real lofty kind of ridiculous goals? Yeah. Well, what would you say, though, reflecting on this past year, Mm-hmm. What would you say the highest highs and the lowest lows of Tudor Ramble has been? 
The highest high is definitely the Sigils interview. Episode 25. Episode 25. We put so much work and research into finding everything we could about Sigils. Like, we, we internet stalked him. If it's on the internet, we know about we knew, it. About there, were, there were comments in the interview that were like, oh, I can't believe they didn't mention this. Listen, we knew. We just <laughs> we didn't did. say we didn't have his time. We didn't have all of his time. But We had so much notes. For so, those that don't know, yeah. Sigils is a, was a, a, a YouTuber with over a million subscribers who wrote a book. He's a super nice guy. We consider him our friend. He considers us his acquaintance. But he's a super <laughs> nice guy. And that was awesome to actually interview someone on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That. And also being able to check out, uh, we we will actually see his next copy of his book for the second book, and being able to work with him and be a beta reader has been yeah. so much fun. So much. So that's been a huge accomplishment, I'd say, the mm-hmm. past year of podcasting. And an additional one on that, the Patreon we opened. I oh, can't. Yeah. I can't believe how many cool people have joined, except one of you. One of you really sucks. We're not going to tell you who that is, yeah. but one of you. You know who you are. You, you do know who you are. It's it's Richard. He's he's in the, he's in the he's in the Discord. So don't worry, guys. But that has been awesome because it's been oh, a yeah. lot of fun, and it's still just a, it's still growing and expanding. Mm-hmm. That's been a huge accomplishment. And I'd say also my favorite episodes that we've done, besides the interview, have been the deep dives. If if anyone's familiar, we've done a Brandon Sanderson author deep dive, a J.R.R. Tolkien author deep dive where those take a lot of effort to put together where we basically, oh, yeah. we have to read all their books essentially which and, i mean if not all most of them or between the two of us we have to cover so like cover i was all the books thankfully and, i was able to i've read the other books by sanderson and yeah. you read stormlight yeah. and so together we kind of had a complete picture of his works exactly and and so we cover an author we talk about their whole life, their works, and it's more of an informational thing that's cool. It's there forever. Anyone can look if they want to. We, we can go back and look at it and just go, hey, we, we deeply know this author, and it's just more educational. Mm-hmm. That's been a lot of fun. And in the future, I know we want to do more deep dives and director deep dives, which we'll get into. Yeah. But reflecting, that's, that's been some of our highs. What, what would you say some of our <laughs> lows have been? Oh, Lord. I are definitely our worst episode was the when we were talking about emotional impact the score. So it was an entire oh. episode of us just oh. talking about stuff we liked. It was like Richard, I like this. Oh God, I hated it. I, I hated like it this so much. too. It was member berries. It was the so bad, so bad. But it's up there. It's there. We're it's not there. taking it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's for us to look back at and see how far we've come. Yeah, and. <laughs> it's not that far. <laughs> no, no, it is not. There, there's that as long as we've had other just flops as well. But there's been some tough parts. I, I guess this could be a, a lesson for ourselves in the future too. Uh, but there are portions of times with our channel where it's flat. You know, you plateau just like when you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. If you do anything, you'll be getting, uh, you'll be getting more in shape. Your your diet's on points. You know, your videos are doing good. But then you know it starts plateauing a bit. You're getting the same views, and at a certain point, does it become a numbers game? You don't want to become too obsessive with the numbers, but then again, the business has revolved around that. So there's balancing that in your mind and not letting that get to you of, oh man, we're working really, we've worked even harder on this video, but it didn't get as much as this. One oh, big yeah. mistake in the past, oh, what do you call those? Video essays. Yeah, I put so much man. work into that meditations um, video essay. I, 
I took notes on every single chapter. Yeah. I was really thinking about it, analyzing, looking at what other people thought about it, and then doing writing out the whole script, which is several pages uh, of scripting. And oh, yeah, we, the we review. These, oh, it was rough. We, but, we, had, we had two of them. We had two of these big video essays, which takes a lot to edit, but even more to research. And so all the mm -hmm. research you put behind it, all the the reading the book, particular note taking, and no joke put easily month a month of work into something like that and it 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 did like worse than most of our stuff did yeah. and so you have to make sure when when that releases and then it doesn't do well not let that affect you and go okay now we need to re-strategize yeah. re-strategize our content change things up so it's all about constantly being being a chameleon with things and mm -hmm. if it didn't work, there's a reason. It's yeah. it's a big thing of not to blame the viewers or the audience of, oh, they didn't click on it. No, it's to look at yourself and go, all right, I didn't have a good enough idea, good enough thumbnail, good enough topic. It wasn't engaging enough. You yeah. have to it, you have to take agency over it is the biggest, biggest takeaway. The lesson for Marcus Aurelius is you take, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you take sole, you are ultimately responsible for everything. Yeah. And the stuff that you aren't, uh, doesn't li matter. Lightning strikes you. Shouldn't have been there. Shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Should, car car hits you. They were drunk. At, sorry, you shouldn't have been out at midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, it's it's taking not not going to the extreme of like lightning, but it's, it's it's a good lesson to take. Of don't if you if you blame and you're angry at someone else, no, you're not going to improve at all ever if that's how you go about things. And we seriously messed up with that. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. we did something wrong with the video essays and our videos that don't do well. We're doing something wrong. So we're gonna keep adapting, and we're gonna we're gonna get this thing right eventually. The next <laughs> next year when we do this year in review, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be I, marvelous. I've, I've seen way too many people that have such success on YouTube. I'm like, you know, if they could do it, why not us? <laughs> and, and it's looking at the other tough thing too is is do you compare yourself to others? Because oh, certainly, <laughs> of course. Like when not to bring up working out, but it's just a good analogy to use. But you're you're trying to get muscles and whatnot, and then you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. You go, well, I'm I'm a weak I'm weak. <laughs> Comparing but, yourself to others is inevitable. It is, but you sh the good ratio. You should be comparing yourself to your past self yesterday. more often than you compare yourself to others. Right. But I think both are good. Like it's important to look at someone who is very fit. From the mm -hmm. gym and go, oh, I want shoulders like that. Yeah. I want abs like that and work toward it. What do they do? And, oh, well, this is the kind of exercise they're doing for that. Mm -hmm. These are the muscles they're focusing on. So comparing yourself to others' arm, that is important to set it's, a goal for it's yourself. It's natural. It's human. Yeah. But if that's all you're focusing on and you're not focusing on how you were last week. You'll never work then because you're not yeah. going to be Arnold next week. We're not going to be Mr. Beast ever, actually. We'll never be Mr. Beast. Yeah, that's, we did. It's unobtainable. <laughs> We do have ourselves a glass ceiling when we decided, oh, let's Daniel Green, we're coming for you. We are the next booktubers. You're going down. We want to so, collab, I am, though. So. I am so glad that we fixed the peak and got these microphones. Lesson number 11. Daniel Green is ours. Properly adjust the microphone levels in your recording. We, we learned that as well. We See? learned that. We, yeah. we learned that. But it's it's an, I mean I know we're going back in the lessons, but seriously, that's that's also essential to mm -hmm. you're gonna compare yourself to others, but compare your channel to what you're doing yesterday, the month before, and if it's lowering, if it's plateauing, change it up, yeah, do something different, and that's that's one of our big mess ups is the video essays, and we've had some just bad topics, bad ideas. Hopefully, mm -hmm. we will get better, right? 
And in this next year, looking ahead, yeah, what are our goals? What are you looking forward to, Richard? <laughs> let's let's get real with everybody. I, now, if you made it to this point in the video, we're gonna get real real we're going to tell you some of our stupid ridiculous lofty naive goals but i am so proud of having these goals because I, we're going to do it oh yeah the biggest most lofty goal is i'm really looking forward to actually seeing a single dollar from any of our content <laughs> we have been reinvesting money it's, it's <laughs> so we we that's that's a good goal, but what are, what are your more pragmatic, like, our, our big goals that we have? We have, I'd say, three major goals with this channel. Yeah. And, and one... Yeah. Some of them are clo- we will be done goals? within a year, and others, yeah. it's minimum five years down the line. I'm not even mentioning ours. We have small goals, like build having some merch that'll be fun, yeah. and people can relate to like stuff like that. And another small goal of having cool classes we could create of... We'll get more proficient over time. Maybe we can't. We're not at that level, but like a how how to from the ground up make a podcast work, just a technical side of things and whatnot. Maybe we'll, well that, just we'll we'll figure stuff out. Shots, light, like how do you actually? What's the software you use? Yeah. Camera? How do you set that up with lighting? Yeah. And when we get bigger and more credible, we'll probably do that. Right now, mm-hmm. we're probably not don't have all the expertise, so we'll get there. But those are some smaller goals. But our three big goals for this channel, one being. We want this. We we want to compete with Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. We yeah. want to create our Richard's working on a Rambler rating website that uses our rating system to compete and be a rating website for books and movies. Because mm-hmm. if you're a reader, which I'm, if you're on this channel, I'm betting you are. If you read a lot, everyone knows that Goodreads sucks. It's an awful website. Amazon doesn't care to actually maintain it. Authors hate it because of the practices that they do and actually putting up authors' works before the author approves it. There's a lot of scams. There's a lot of just misinformation on it. It's terrible. And so I think there's a spot for us to actually just do that job better. And I think our rating system actually gives a better insight into whether you'll like a movie or not. Yeah, having the five categories. And look in the description below on YouTube and you can see how the rating system works. Yeah. Because we explain it sometimes, but I don't want to, you know. Yeah, I don't want to rehash it. I don't want to rehash it. Uh, but the challenge for that, for us, is to build a custom website, like, wait, what we have in mind, either requires money or expertise and time. We don't have the money. I don't have tens of thousands of dollars to actually put into this type of website. Our biggest asset is a guy who can't even grow hair. It's like that's that's what we're relying on right now. So on top of everything, full time job, reading the books, podcasting, like trying to get my fitness under control and much better. Also, I'm trying to learn how to code so I can actually build this stupid website. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's been a significant challenge. And that's just lofty goal number one. Yeah. <laughs> lofty goal number two is, again, these are lofty. These are these are ridiculous goals, but they are seriously what we're aiming for, and we're going to aim for them until we die, which is making a publishing company. Tudor Ramble expanding that into publishing and starting with indie authors and seeing where we can go with that. And that's going to be that's going to be probably even harder than the website to do. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> a website's a website. 
publishing is a lot. That's a business. That, at that that's, point. What, that's why I think it's a, a higher oh, yeah. goal. That's, Th- that's, that's not coming till like year five. Year five will maybe. maybe. <laughs> so that's that's a big goal. And the third goal, which is actually why I should have mentioned this in the origin story as well. Hmm. But the biggest reason for the podcast on my end as well, there, there's two big reasons. The second biggest for me is growing a business, doing this with you, and it's great to have this form form of content. And I just love doing it, talking about stories yeah. like why not. And th- there's so much good around it. And just building the business is mm-hmm. the second primary thing. But for me, the first is I want to one day publish, and this is a goal for yours, but mm-hmm. my number one goal in life is to publish a book. And whether it's self-published or published, and not just one book, several, and f- do fantasy. That's my dream and so covering things that are fantasy helps me do that. Reading fantasy helps me do that. And having an audience would help me if I eventually publish the book and share it yep. with people. And so in addition to that, when we it kind of our plan when we thought about it is hey, if we're doing a podcast about books and movies, we'll be interviewing people, interviewing authors, inter- talking to publishers just to get their books. So by the time that we actually have our own book to publish, We'll have a network of people to talk to and it'll make our own book that much more successful. And and give us a foot in the door because obviously every author wants to share their story with the world. That's the whole point of writing a book or Mm -hmm. else you just write it and keep it in your pocket the whole time. So it's (laughs) that that's our three humongous goals, but I'm we're a year in and you know what? We accomplished one of those goals. We did a handshake. We recorded for a year. We kept consistent and I can't believe it's we didn't, end, it's didn't miss a week. We didn't miss a week, but I can't believe it's ending here. Yep. I we did a year. That's all. I didn't tell you, but all those goals we talked about, I'm cheating on you with one of our roommates. You're going back to impossibly good. <laughs> Listen, I'm taking the pasta business and I'm changing the name. I couldn't think of anything creative. I was, <laughs> it's just too good of a name. There's nothing it better is than the impossibly good. Pasta name. I, impossibly good. Okay. I got to make sure we. I really have to make sure we bought the domain because one of these people, one of you viewers better not steal it. It's such a good name. It's a, it's a pun. It's pasta. It's uh, perfect. It's perfect. I, it's, I think it's a good note we end this podcast on, on pasta. All right. <laughs> Do you think that's relevant? You know, we ramble. It's, it's in the title of our channel. So, As we said, we structure this loosely. <laughs> so, <laughs> All righty. Well, I guess we'll talk to you guys all later, and we'll see you guys next week. Oh, a little snippet before we close. Uh, The next two videos or so should be some interviews are coming. Some great author interviews. Interviews are coming. We have big plans for this next year. We're excited. All right. right. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.